I am Matthew Thomas with the Super Cool Radio. My guests at this time are an awesome thrash metal band from Fraser, Michigan, and the winner of the Super Cool Battle of the Bands. Please welcome Cyodyne. What's up? Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah totally. Awesome. And joining me at this time, the screen next to me, we have... Eddie on drums, or sorry, uh, Benny on drums, Eddie on guitar, Shane on bass, and Noah on uh, lead guitar. And then right under is the lead vocalist, Aaron Gilbert. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, uh, let's get this interview over with a fun question. At least I think it is. I'm going to put you guys on the spot. If you were to pick one album everyone should listen to in their lifetime, which one would you pick? Start for, yes, Eddie, I'm gonna go down. Um, damn, there's so many. I'm, I'm coming out swinging with this interview. I'm picking mine as Cowboys from Hell, just before anyone else says it. <laughs> and I can't think of anything. Everybody else can say it, but it's <clears throat> one album. There's like so many. It's like obviously, I'm thinking like Pantera because that's obviously like the go to, but there's like I'm going to say Cowboys and Power Metal, because Power Metal is obviously, like, glam, and that's, like, before they got big and stuff like that, but it's just so, there's so much, like, stuff that people didn't hear from that album since it didn't get big, and they don't, they didn't really advertise it at all, so once it started getting out, and, like, I don't know, just, like, getting, me being younger and looking back on that stuff, like, we will be heard, like, when I, when I was writing that riff for that song, I kind of started bass. I based that riff off of the album. Yes, I talk a lot to the interview. <laughs> hey, you feel free to talk as much as you want. I'm here all day. <laughs> you go. I, okay. I'm, I'm just going to, this is an odd pick, but uh, an album called Climbing the Walls by Rath Cal America. Right on. Aaron, you go. I'm still like, <laughs> um, I'm definitely on a Gojira kick right now, so I'm just going to say from Mars to Sirius. Um, it's definitely, like, inaccessible for a lot of people because it's, like, progressive death metal, but I don't know. Usually, when I wrote every single one of the songs for Sidine, that's just what came to, <laughs> came to my mind for my inspiration. So that was that's probably it for me right now. It doesn't have to be, like, of all time. It's, like, do your favorite right now, I guess. Uh, oh, the soundtrack from UHF. <laughs> Was not expecting that. <laughs> it's probably one of the more weird answers you've gotten. I, I've gotten a few, uh, definitely a few weird answers. That's probably up. That's up there. <laughs> All right. Well, now focusing on you guys. I am chatting with Sidine out of Fraser, Michigan. Uh, How did you guys get started as musicians? Mm, you start, baby. Okay. Like, are you saying as the band or just like in general, individually? You personally, yeah. 
So, me and Benny, when we were, well, Bruno, you, you well, yes, just you. Well, <laughs> we're twins. So, in middle school, uh, I, I was in middle school band, and me and Benny started out playing trumpet because you couldn't like do anything other than like just anything. There's no percussion. So then halfway through, we switched to percussion, and I was like, okay, this is cool. And then my mom bought us a drum set, and then. I started playing the drum set. I'm like, I'm going to be a drummer. And then he was, I'm going to be a drummer too. And then in seventh grade, he was starting to get way better at drums. And I was like, I'm going to play guitar. So one of my dad's high school buddies, he was in a band back in the day called Simonic Drive. And I was like, you need to teach me how to play guitar because he's getting good at drums and like, I fucking suck. So <laughs> I started playing guitar. And then like, just after that, it just kept progressing through the years. And like, here I am. Nice. Beanie. Yeah, I mean, we've always been around music. Our parents are musical. So um, we always had hand drums around. So I, oh, yeah. I never I never took it seriously until freshman year of high school. And I had this drum teacher called, his name is George Dunn. And anybody tell you that he is basically the, the whiplash instructor from, from that movie, <laughs> take my ass in a shape real quick because i mean we just graduated high school so if that tells you anything he kicked my ass but were you yeah. were you rushing or dragging up. start counting <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that movie. like my friend gave me that movie to borrow i haven't watched it yet but he's like oh, dude so good. i love this movie it's so, so I, I gotta watch it this weekend yeah all right so just er, my some of my earliest memories are uh, driving around looking for the house I first moved into and listening to like one on the riff. So that's like metal was always in my ears and rock and stuff. So, but again, as early as I remember, I was either like playing with toy drums or toy guitars, and then around like seven or eight, I got like a couple like you know kids like actual guitars with strings and stuff, and uh, basically just fell in love with it from that moment on and since i was like eight or nine i've known exactly what i wanted to do so it just kind of it's progressed since then and then you know that was what almost 10 years ago and just uh yeah joining this band joining the other companies i was in um yeah i used to want to be a drummer but then, um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That shit was kind of expensive. And then, um, <laughs> my aunt had this really cool V bass with like uh, skull tone knobs and like razor blade inlays. I'm like, that thing's pretty badass. So I picked it up. And, um, the first song that I played without like any knowledge was Feel Good Ink by Gorillas. Hell yeah. And then, um, I found out who Primus was through my cousin. And I took a massive leap. Second song I ever learned was When I Was Big Brown Beaver. And then I <laughs> just pretty much self-taught myself from that moment on. Practice like every day. Is that the bass that's in your basement right now? Yeah. That thing's awesome. Shane, okay. Shane used to, in high school, I remember, like, he used to wake up before school and practice bass for like an hour or two. And then he'd come home from school and just play bass all the way until he went to bed. It's like, like two in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that, that's real dedication to, yeah. uh, to your instrument and like your career and all that. So really awesome. Um, <clears throat> uh, for me, when I was a uh, when I was a little kid, my grandpa played like um, piano, trumpet, saxophone, uh, saxophone. He was playing like he'd play uh, 
like he played tenor sax and he would play along with the Boots Randolph records in the in the living room. So pretty much everyone would hear him because there's no volume now on a fucking saxophone. So uh, I would uh, I, I ended up playing uh, alto in in high school and fucking hated it. And I would uh, <laughs> I would just fabricate my parents' signature on my practice sheets and all that uh, good stuff. And then um, eventually, my buddy Jeff uh, showed me uh, a bass guitar and let me showed me like a little riff on a bass guitar. And then I went home and realized I had an acoustic guitar in my basement. And from that point on, I just kind of kept learning shittily how to play songs, like just by like, touching the fretboard. I never took lessons or anything. Both of my parents were just like, eh, you, you know, you, you didn't like saxophone, so why, why don't we put time into the guitar? So I just figured it out, like as time went on, and that was about it. Me. How'd you start singing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was I was playing video games one time and, and somebody killed me and I just screamed really loud and then I went, oh no I, I uh, I'm I'm in another band and uh, originally when we first got together we were auditioning people um, and we were trying to get them to sing Show Me How to Live by Audio Slave and then eventually um, I just got tired of bringing people in and having them shit the bed and having them you know, blow their vocal cords out or just, and not going to say any names, just, you know, piss poor effort. And I kind of just went, I'm not going to write songs about personal shit and write songs that I actually give a damn about and have somebody who can't sing a tune come in and fucking do it for me. So I just figured like, I'll just bite the bullet and do it myself. And so that was about, that was about two years ago now. So I've been, so that's how long I've been doing that. It's always good when you start a story with, yeah, I forged my parents' signature. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was on a practice sheet for uh, for practicing saxophone, so. I mean, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. I wasn't signing checks or anything. Yet. With all that practice, though, I very well could have. That came much later. Yeah. Don't, don't ask me where I got these brand new guitars and new new Ferrari and whatnot. <laughs> no, it's really good. Um, you know, if you want you if you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself. I mean, exactly. Like, that's my motto for stuff. So yep. Sometimes you gotta sign the check too. <laughs> as long as not yeah, as long as your parents say it's cool, cool. Like yeah, of course oh, yeah. you signed off on this. <laughs> right on, right on. All right, so uh, Sidine, how did you guys like come together as a band, and how did you uh, come up with names? Funny <laughs> story. They <laughs> laid on it. So. Obviously, because me and Benny were doing the middle school stuff, and like I started playing guitar, and he was playing drums, and then uh, we went to Centerline from preschool to eighth grade, and then moved on to Fraser because we were just like we're gonna move to different school district, and we never really like together talked about let's make a band. We're gonna search for people. It was just kind of like an unsub. Yeah, just kind of like we know we want to be in a band, and we've always wanted to, but we just never really sat down at home over in our rooms like we gotta find people. So. We came to Frasier, and you were, what, playing bass for, like, four months at the time? Like, six. So, Shane, like, just started playing bass, and we moved, we moved into this new school, and we're in band class, and we hear, like, a shit ton of Primus, like, I mean, it sounded just like Primus, and we're like, where's that coming from? Like, who's playing that? And we, you know, Shane's playing the bass, and then we kind of talked to him first no, times. all we said was, you want to be in a band? He yeah. said, sure. And that was it. We didn't even know. We were just like, you want to be in a band? He's like, yeah. And it just became a band. And then we're trying to think of, like, different names for the name thing. And I still remember the first thing. What? It was Domination. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were trying so to think of that. forgot about that. So then 
we just kind of hung out uh, and did like just you know diddled around like what do you know how to play and stuff like that and then for the the name Benny was really the main one who was trying to figure out the name and we would we kind of narrowed it down to like you know how anthrax that's like a poison and they're like just poison like okay yeah right and a band poison so we're like you know what other just out of curiosity so we're looking through all these and then like cyanide that's a poison that sounds cool and then every name we looked up and it was some fat dudes and we were like, oh, no. Yeah, because we were looking for copyrighted stuff and it was copyrighted. We're like, damn it, King, is that what? I don't know why I was having like a dyslexic moment. I'm not even dyslexic, but I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I'd go to the bathroom and I come back and I'm like, is cyanide? He's like, no, cyanide. I'm like, okay, cyanide. And then he's like, no, it's cyanide. I'm like, damn it. You're like, wait, that kind of, kind of Right, yeah. And then we are like, well, shit, it's copyrighted. And we, we were like, looking for names for hours and then we're just like kind of done and bored we're like yeah we're just gonna do cyanide and it's it, like at first we're like yeah our, our band name is cyanide we're like what what's that and you know obviously still people are like cyanide no oh, yeah. old people walk up to what's us and they're like is it keodine yeah. <laughs> so yeah and then people people always say like is there a meaning no, no, it's just a cool sounding word. No, our guitarist just couldn't say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what is a what's a Flotsam and Jetsam? All right. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> and then how oh, I came into the fold, uh, I got a call from their neighbor when they just moved in. He was like, "Hey, there's these like metal brothers or twins, or whatever that like Iron Maiden and Slayer and stuff." And I was like, "Oh, cool! I'll have to jam with them sometime." And then uh, I called Eddie see what they're about we had like an hour-long phone call and just kind of talked about our intentions with pretty much life <laughs> <laughs> and then we set up a jam date they came over and jam and we clicked and then yeah I, I didn't join the band officially for a while because i was in another band at the time called absolute anarchy and i i should have joined earlier but i just was like i can't be in two bands and then i finally there was a point when it was just like undeniable like okay i have to join and then here we are i'm not in that band anymore by the way Oh, Aaron, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was no, it's okay. I, I actually, I was muting my microphone because we um, just got to the resort in Orlando. I'm in Florida, by the way. That's why I'm not with them currently. Um, yeah, you're joining the Florida. Aaron, <laughs> yeah. I, Wait, what? I, I was the singer for like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then my voice kind of blew out. And then. And yeah, it was really weird. Um, I was, I was. I've always been uh, like pretty much. I was instantly friends with these guys when I first met them. Um, Benny, actually, it, it's it's kind of goofy because he was like the one guy that I thought I wouldn't get along with because because we were so different. Like because he's a because I expected my drummer would get along with him. Like I was kind of new to the whole like metal scene thing. It was like oh, when people do the same thing, they're usually friends. And uh, but me and Benny got along like really quickly, and then eventually I got uh, I got along with Noah, and uh, Eddie stopped mean mugging me and. Uh, <laughs> but but all around, like I got along with everybody, and we all kind of like would message message each other every now and then, send something stupid or say something, whatever. And then um, towards Where the end of December, I was at the gym. Um, towards the it was towards the end of December, and I walked into the gym with my dad, and uh, I got a text from Noah, and he goes, "Hey, would you want to come jam some side dance songs? Do you know our stuff?" And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I was like, do you want me to bring a guitar? Or... And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. And I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to my dad. And I'm like, I kind of feel like this is like, they might be asking me to 
you know, because they, they've been to my shows and Noah has always been really nice to me. He always tell me, you know, um, he'd always tell me like, oh, you got such a good voice. And then on the other side of that, he would always be like, man, your voice is so much better than mine. I suck at singing. <laughs> like that's all he would ever say to me. And I'm like, no, man, you're really, I'm like, no, man, you're really good. Um, and I mean, he's still going to sing on all the stuff too. He's still, he's still going to sing on, anyway. Um, but yeah, backups. Uh, but, and then I'm just like, okay, I, I think I kind of know what this is. So I texted Benny and I was like, hey, Noah just asked me if I was going to come and jam stuff. I was like, so what's going on? I was like, he's like, oh, we just want to jam. I'm like, okay, so is it like a, like a uh, audition? And he's like, okay, yeah, it's an audition. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're doing. I'm like, all right, cool. No I'll, I'll come over. Yeah, no, and New Year's Day, literally the first day of the new year, I, I uh, had um, my audition with them. And, and, then, and then after that, we kind of just kept practicing and we were going to do a show um, at the Token. And then later that night, another place. And literally right when we got off stage from the Token, I thought, because I was so fucking terrified because I've never been on stage without a guitar, I'm like, they're about to tell me, they're going to be like, you have no stage presence. Get the fuck out of here. You're fucking terrible. Like, it's like we can do it without you because Noah's got great, uh, oh, you know, you. stage presence. Shut up. Um, but <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm standing up there, and I'm like, I don't have anything to hold on to. I'm just, I'm like, what do I do with my hands? What do I, what do I walk? Also, we we're kind of close to the edge of the stage. That's kind of on my, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that was kind of my excuse. Was just like, oh, I don't have any rooms. So I'm just gonna stand here. And we got, off, I got off stage, and I'm like, oh no. This is where this is where it ends. And then Eddie and Benny walk up to me. Eddie and Benny walk up to me and they're like, hey, congratulations, you're part of the family or something like that. Or maybe it was maybe it was Noah. I remember one of them walked up to me and said that. And I was like, oh, cool. All right. And then from then we've kind of just been practicing and gigging. And eventually I will also be recording. I'm the last guy in the studio. Nice. Yes. It, well, it's kind of cool, you know, a very uh, cryptic message for you just to have an audition, even though. <laughs> yeah, could just say like, "Hey, come in here, and if you suck, go fuck yourself." But they had to make it all <laughs> text you like, like, "Hey, you want to come hang out?" I was in <laughs> Yeah, Aaron. When you oh, I called me, you. I called you. you. Called me, but I was working in Chicago, and I was with my dad. We had like just got our last customer, and you were like, mm -hmm. "Hey," and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> "What's going on?" <laughs> That's like the equivalent if someone asks you what you're doing for the weekend, and if you say you're available, like, oh, can you help me move then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was super scary, though, because even though they asked me, and I really like I really like the music they make, because we're, we're all kind of into the same, like, we all have a couple of bands that we all really like. Um, we all shoot out into our own, whatever, our own niche or whatever we like. But um, I really wanted to do it, but also it's like, I, I always think that Noah's a good singer. And also there there before I'm not saying I've enhanced anything. Um, I'm gonna be modest. But without me, they're really really great performers, really great show, really great sound, super tight, super awesome. And I was just like, I really don't want to fuck that up, <laughs> you know? And then my drummer, uh, my my drummer in my band loves all of them the and loves their music. I, I'm in another band called Catharsis, spelled with a K, if you want to Google it viewers um or listeners whatever um but he really loves all of them and not only as friends but also like he learns all their stuff on drums and bass he learns all the guitar solos yeah. he's a really he's a really great um musician as well he knows he's he's just as good as literally all of them at their instruments um uh, his name 
Yeah, he did. He, I mean, literally, if anyone in this band except me goes down, he's literally going to walk on stage. I mean, it's just yeah, – that's where he goes to all the shows. He goes on to the shows we on standby because he knows all the songs. It's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Right. It, it really is. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal musician. His name's Dominic DeLeon. Um, but uh, I felt really bad because he's, like, super in love with them and all their music and knows all shit, whatever. And uh, I was – I was like, I don't really want to tell him that I got asked. <laughs> like, I was kind of nervous. I was like, I don't, I don't, I think if I take this, I might lose my drummer. He's just going to be like, hey, go fuck yourself. I don't want to be in a band with you anymore. You took my dream job. <laughs> so that's about it. I talk too much. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, you're good. Yeah. Uh, Guitars is also another great band. I definitely want to check them out, uh, all the social medias and all that stuff. Uh, right. But I know you guys, you got a show coming on May 1st. Yes. Uh, is it May? It's Mayhem with a fest. I Short Rock City Mayhem Three. Mayhem Three. There we go. Yeah. It's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of great bands there. Like a couple friends are going to be. Uh, a couple friends bands are going to be there as well. So, what can people expect from a sideline show coming up May first for Mayhem Three? Well, usually I like to lean over off the side of the stage and punch people in the face when they get too close. Yeah. I like to really enforce the social distancing rules, you know. <laughs> I'm really worried about people getting sick. I wear a latex glove, of course, because I don't want to get it myself. Other, other than that, um, we're, playing the whole, we're playing the whole WEP, Awaiting the Return, and then a few new ones that are going to be on our uh, future releases that we're working on right now. And Many then, singles. I think this isn't the first show ever where we're not playing a single cover. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Stall originals. So, and our usual energetic uh, performance and our usual goofiness. You get you get diabetes from seeing us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not get Aaron. <laughs> well, that, that, that's great to know. You can show up, get diabetes when you see Cyanide and play Mayhem three up in Detroit on May first. Going to be a killer show. So if anyone in the area wants to see him. Make sure to head over for May first. That's great. What was that? It's at the Diesel Concert Lounge in twenty-three mile Chester Yes. Very cool venue. I was supposed to see LA Guns there, and it uh, unfortunately keeps getting moved. But that place, that. that place is electric, especially the theater side. The theater side is so cool. Yeah, I think we might be playing on that also. This oh well, there you go. So now you know it'll be electric, like more electric than the last one. Just all electricity everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Although our last show was still electric. Oh no, it was no, it it was. We we did our EP release show there in March, even though it came out in September. But with COVID and everything, we finally got you know whatever. But it was a super cool show. Yeah, my uh, originally when I got when it got scheduled, like what was it like six months ago? Or yeah, no, it was like a year now, wasn't it? Yeah. When it originally got when when it originally, originally got scheduled, it was like for November of last year. Yeah, and, and uh, my yeah. my band was also playing that show, and so when we found out that we were going to do it again, we, as in me with them, officially, I said, uh, I, I I had the, uh, the 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 cojones to say uh, that maybe my band should still play at it. We were already. It was a fun night. It was a fun night, though. Oh, okay. Well, we'll I'm never do that again because poor Aaron, two sets in a row, the way he sings. Oh yeah, it was about ten. There was about ten minutes in between each set, so I got off stage and one of my one of our <laughs> our good friends, uh, Tony Tony Thompson, he's in another band. He walks up and he goes, "Are you okay?" I'm like, yeah. He goes, "Are you gonna be able to do that?" And I'm like, I, I hope so. I hope Did so. you throw up before you went on? Oh yeah, I went upstairs. <laughs> I went upstairs, used the bathroom, 
Yeah, something came out of more than one hole. It was just a bad time. <laughs> really bad stomach problems, man. The stomach was on fire. I I don't even know how. I didn't eat anything. I was like so nervous. I was just like, I was like, hard cider. Yeah, and, and then I, you know, I was drinking around, walking around drinking water, and I didn't even finish the salad. I was just like, I I'm gonna throw up. I was like, I can't do this right now. I was like pacing around. I was, just like, <laughs> I, was I was just nervous because I was like, I knew as soon as the catharsis set was done, I'm like. Then I gotta go to all the side iron. It's like, what is it? It had like fucking twenty songs. I had to remember all the words, remember all the guitar parts, and all that shit. And I'm just walking around like having a nervous breakdown. Hey, but considering the circumstances, you killed it, dude. Oh, of course. I always do. I always do kill someone. <laughs> so I came to Florida. That's why I came to Florida. This isn't a vacation. I'm running. <laughs> well, at least you got better weather than here. Yeah. yeah. I had to go through a fucking huge rainstorm on my way to the resort that I'm at right now. It was actually kind of scary. <laughs> probably, totally probably still warmer than here. So. Oh, no, it is. It's it's like 80 right now. It's been like 80 and cool the whole week. It's actually yeah. pretty nice. It just hit 50 here in Fraser, Michigan. I'm a lobster here. It's 40, it's 40 degrees here in South Bend. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, it's cloudy and cold. <laughs> And it's like almost May too. That's the thing. Cool. Right. I might, I might stay here, guys. I'm sorry. You guys are gonna have to do it without me on the first. We can just My do bad. virtual performances from now. Yeah, on. you'll just, you'll just be on Zoom while we do it live. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Put me up on the projector and play my voice through the thing, and I'll just be sitting in my hotel room just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Is he okay? Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. Is, what's going on in there? The police just walk into my room. They're like, "What's going on? Who's getting murdered?" It's like the Morrison with the rest of my stage, just like. Hey, no, I can explain. It's okay. <laughs> You're interrupting my performance, please. Yeah, we, we have to build and leave Walter for this one. <laughs> That'd be something. Aaron, you better explain that. <laughs> what? I kept the baby out of the hot tub. That's what I kept saying. Wait, what? Oh, one second, one second, guys. I apologize. It's a it's a story that from him being in Florida. He, so we he got explained now. We just seem insane. No, you probably already do seem insane, but. <laughs> Okay, this entire time, this entire my entire trip to Florida that started last Wednesday, I've been fiending for, for Chick-fil-A so bad, and my friend walked in here and said that he was going to get it, so he took my order. I'm sorry. Are you <laughs> saying, explain the hot tub baby story. Oh, okay. Um, the, so the first night we got up here, we had this uh, – we, we went out in the hot tub with me and my, my now both of my parents, um, my sister, and uh, a couple of close friends of ours, and they have a, a one-year-old. And he brought, he grabbed his one-year-old and dipped his feet in the hot tub, whatever. He, like, he's not, you'll be fine. Um, and we're sitting there and then this dude who's like dressed up in a security outfit, but he's like, he looks like he's in his, maybe his sixties. You'd expect someone from Florida to have that southern twang to their voice, maybe. No, the dude, the dude comes up and he goes, I'm so sorry about your inconvenience, but the child cannot be in the hot tub for it will affect his blood pressure. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay. And I had had a few beverages legally because I'm 21 years old. And he was walking away, and he was maybe not even five feet away from the hot tub. And I just went, I'm so sorry about your inconvenience. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny the way the guy talked. He sounded like uh, John F. Kennedy. <laughs> Actually, I think I was near the Kennedy Center, but totally unrelated. Sorry. <laughs> it was really funny, though. <laughs> right on. That's also... Uh... Total. That's that's definitely a band-related story too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. People are gonna be like, yeah, those those guys are fucking weird. They talk about weird shit. 
Can't stay on topic. Well, also, this is the first interview someone actually gave a Chick-fil-A order uh, during mid-interview, so that's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> I muted myself, though, so... And I was honest. I bet you somebody has made an order of some kind, but just didn't tell you. Probably. Just... Muted their microphone or something. They, they, they probably drifted off when I was talking about something. They'll go, oh, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> and they are getting, like, Uber Eats or something. The, tur- the tables have been turned, though. You probably zoned out while I was talking because I've been doing most of it. <laughs> oh, you're good. I, I did this host, last time. I'm the host. I have to pay attention to everything. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Well, get, getting back on track. Uh, what have you guys? What music have you guys been listening to this week? This week, heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker! What? <laughs> I honestly, I've been listening to. Well, we just listened to Red Child America yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah, what? I haven't really been. This is a music image. The new, the new Thirty Out Six record. Oh yeah, bit. that's cool. It's called One of the Chamber. That's if you like seventies rock, that's awesome. But I mean that Rapture America, like you said, Overkill, Nuclear Assault, I don't know, Bosma Jetson, Rebel Me Terrible. I always Pantera's always in there. Soundgarden. I listened to the entirety of Super Unknown yesterday for no reason. <laughs> I just laid on a, I just laid on a on a uh, whatever they're called, like a lawn chair out on the deck and just like took it in and I was listening to Super Unknown. Just sat there for like an hour. That's great. <laughs> it's a great album. Oh yeah. Fantastic. One of my favorites. And then also Gojira, just because I'm Widowmaker. Uh-huh. That's the band after. Oh, Trivium. Oh, really? Trivium. I was about to say Trivium. Yeah, you guys brought that up yesterday, and I was like, "Shit, I haven't listened to Trivium in like a month." Well, Tyler Cool showed it to me. <clears throat> I was I grabbed him for work the other day because we were short a guy, and he showed it to me, and I was like, "Shit." Wait, shit. Tyler Cool is that the bass player from Three One Three? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. The local band Three One Three. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Yeah, that that one band Three One Three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Three One Three. Yeah, they're a pretty cool band. That, that guy, Tyler Cool, the bass player, he's from 313. Three, yeah. I believe, yeah, 313, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm friends with them. They have a new single. They have a new single, the 313. It's pretty good. The band's 313, by the way. No. <laughs> is it 313? I think it is. Yeah, 313. <laughs> All spelled out, though. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Yeah, no, he's, he's a cool dude. Uh, I'm, I'm friends with him. <laughs> Very nice guy. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. What about? Let's see. This week, I've been listening to uh, Frame Forty Two, their new single. Mm-hmm. That's that's good stuff. Uh, listen, Kaleido, their new single, also from. Apparently, I listen to a lot of Michigan music. Apparently, not. Really <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's awesome. <laughs> and uh, uh, Rollins Band, I'm listening they to do, a lot. Of yes. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, because like I did, I did do a trip and like their live albums are like a, like the full disc is like 120 minutes, so they take up the whole 120 minutes yeah. of their live album. So it's like that's some good driving music. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Liar. Oh, yeah. I started Bluetoothing my car every time I went on a long car ride. Uh, when COVID first started, I was driving a lot and I was going like really long, like hour long car rides, and I would literally find bands that I really liked and go on YouTube and just Bluetooth my phone to the radio and put on just live live uh, shows. Because I mean, it's pretty much you're listening to a best hit CD with some, with some, uh, most likely some uh, improvised like solos or whatever. You know, like if you listen to Allison Chains, any live performance by Allison Chains, you're gonna get some sort of improvised guitar solo from Jerry Control somewhere in there, or two or three or seven or all of them. You know, Especially whatever. Especially the the drunk version of Dirt that you, you know, uh, the music. Yeah, box. yeah, the, the the just the live. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that one's awesome. And, and White Zombie, but just one album, Lost yeah, Exorcisto. Yeah, yep. Yes, that's, that's my favorite White Zombie album. 
That's the only one. Every other <laughs> one is like, oh. That's the only album that ever like, was written by them. That's true. It's very true. <laughs> There's yeah. no other album. No, not a single one. There are no other ones, just that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, White Zombie's really good, especially Last Steps with Easto. Damn good album again. Uh, I haven't listened to Rob's new album, whatever. It's some very long name that I can't remember. <laughs> I don't like any of Rob's solo stuff. I mean, like, Living Dead Girl, like, the hits that are on the radio, they're okay. But as far as, like, combining, like, techno and industrial with, like, rock, I can't. I love Rob's voice, though, which is why I like White Zombie. It put, yeah, those guitar riffs, too. Like, they were heavy. They were driving. Soul Crusher? Yeah. Oh, yes. His voice and his speaking, his singing and speaking voice are so different. Yeah. Have you ever listened to him talk to Joe Rogan, that whole interview? I, yeah. I clicked on it, and as soon as he started talking, I'm like, what? It's like, that's what his voice sounds like? I didn't expect that. Joe Rogan fanatics. Oh, yeah. Joe Rogan's perfect. Best interviewer ever. A second to you, of course. <laughs> I listen to a little bit. I, I, I appreciate that, but I'm not as I'm not as good as Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, sounds like this. I've been listening to a little bit of Volbeat here and there because his voice sounds like they took the Swedish Chef from the Muppets. Yep, and like it's so funny. Changed like that one audio on TikTok. Because first it started out as a joke, but then I actually liked it. Oh, <laughs> Trust me. Oh. Like, first the feet thing started out as a joke, but now <laughs> now I'm you started to like it. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're good. You're good. It's your interview. I'm just hosting it. Also, there's a delay. There's also a delay. So, like every time somebody starts talking, someone else starts talking. They're both like, "Yeah, that's the that's the nice beauty of technology. That there's always a delay when people talk." Oh yeah. That's why I, I love doing in-person interviews, uh, but mm -hmm. uh, obviously you can't do that since uh, that costs a lot of money to actually uh, meet everybody and travel. So, oh yeah, fair enough. I thought yeah. you were gonna say because of COVID, I was gonna say, well, you just sit six feet away from each other, wear no, a mask, I, wear a I, mask so while we're talking. Just <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, the mostly money thing because uh, I would like to meet everyone I've interviewed. It'd be, I think it'd be pretty cool. But also, I, my bank account says no. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll, we'll do one one day. I'll do it. We'll do it in person with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. What, what, once I get like huge. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it at the diesel. <laughs> no, definitely not. Honestly, my goal uh, is to one day meet everyone I've interviewed. So hopefully that will happen uh, eventually. Cool. My dream one day is to meet you, Mr. Matthews. <laughs> That makes one person. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up this interview with like 35 minutes, almost 35 minutes. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Really enjoyed chatting with you guys. I do got one more thing before I let you guys go. What can we expect from Cyodyne for the rest of this year? Mm. Oh, that's Some a great new question. Material. Yeah. New music. New music. Yeah. New singer. New music. More <laughs> harmonies. More melodies. More guitar riffs and guitar solos, drums and bass, things recorded in a studio. Because we're kicking Aaron out next week. <laughs> yes, the new guy, the new new guy who's not in the band yet. I got inside scoop. Yeah. Aaron, you're out of here. Dominic De Leon, the new singer. You can expect him <laughs> next year. We're recording yeah. at a uh, Pearl Sound Studios. Yeah, Chuck Elkazian and Jason Hartless, who's the oh, yeah. drummer. Both very handsome. 
Yes, very handsome. Very oh, yes. awesome. The the most handsome men I've ever seen in my life. In fact, later tonight, me and Eddie and I think Shane's coming. We're all gonna go because me and Eddie are recording guitars to finish. We got like five songs going right now. Yeah, we got three so, more to go. Just a bunch of singles coming out. Hopefully. In the- later half of this year hopefully and, and if they fuck up i'll obviously have to go in and re-record all of it so yeah. we have that to look forward to not only am i the singer but also i'm i am the lead bass player and guitar player and lead also, bass. <laughs> yeah lead bass. i play a lead bass i pretty much take all of shane's bass and i play back over it <laughs> you're gonna pull <laughs> billy corgan yeah. yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up billy corgan on this one and record everything <laughs> with with terrible equipment and make it sound phenomenal phenomenal <laughs> Just as a closing statement, I am, I am not as good at any of them at any of their instruments. <laughs> the disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Just so somebody's like, well, does he actually do that? And you're like, no, I do not. They're all very, very talented, beautiful men. Uh, you don't get fact-checked on here, so you could have just rolled with that. Like, yeah, I'm going to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, Aaron does a really good job. I hope they don't kick him out. It'd be a really good move now because this stuff sounds way different than the EP. So it would be. I could get away with it if I wanted to. But I won't. Part of the shows are when Aaron plays all the instruments at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part is when I take everyone's instruments out of their hands one at a time and play them. It's because he's he's constantly rehearsing for his audition for 313. (laughs) I am. I'm going to join 313 one day, I promise you. I'm going to be their lead triangle player. (laughs) No, it's electric triangle. Electric triangle, yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna take one of those uh, one of those uh, mixer things that has the two prongs on it that spin and just play with one of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to seeing that now. Get three one three on the phone. I'll do it. I'm sorry. I'll stop. No, you're good. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me again. Winner of the super cool battle of the band. You're actually going to hear them tomorrow. On my April 30th uh, Super Show, you can hear them. They'll be actually closing the show with their, uh, with their song. So that'd be awesome. Thank you guys so much for Sidine, Benny, Eddie, Shane, Noah, and Aaron. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Thank you for having me. This is our EP. Check that out. So is this? I also have our EP. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Marshall. But, Marshall. Thank you guys so much. I'm Matthew Thomas. You. I've been watching Super Cool Radio.